there's a chill in the air. Ooh, turn off your AC. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's fall, Paula. Ooh, okay, that's a new nickname. I, I need to stop saying ooh. That sounds weird. That sounds like how like a <laughs> cool aunt reacts to like you telling her that prom is happening or something. <laughs> right, exactly. Ooh. Or, I'm just imagining like, I'm like, and... Before you start the meal, I've brought you an amuse-bouche. A little, yeah, it's like a little surprise that you're not expecting. It also, however, sounds a little spooky, like a ghost. So it is on brand for right now. Okay, I love that. Um, Josh, it is fall. And do you know what I love about fall? It's definitely happening outside where I'm not. Yes, <laughs> that. And also, it feels like fall happens. And all of us as society are like, quick, quick. We have to do on-theme activities. Yeah. I got to cram in all the fall that I... Oh, God, where's the pumpkin? And uh, we, we all do it. We all yeah. do it. We go, fall, It. we have to unleash this deep version of ourselves that only comes out for a month every year. It's like the purge. Yes. We're all allowed yes. to do this, like, really basic stuff where it's like, oh, I have a month and a half to wear boots that aren't winter boots, but are <laughs> definitely boots. Quick, layer, 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 layer. How many cute sweaters can I wear in this short amount of time? <laughs> You're just like quick changing. Yeah, exactly. Like every time you go outside, it's a completely different outfit. <laughs> um, Josh, what is the most fall thing that you've done so far? Um, well, Paula, last night, I made hot chocolate for myself. Ooh. And I did it the like fancy way. So listeners will know. You I am lack- doing something in a fancy way? Yeah, who would have thought? Hold off. Let me call the doctors. <laughs> i'm just imagining a smash cut that this was all an intro to a show called the doctors (laughs) and it's just the doctors being like stop bothering us (laughs) there is a show called the doctors isn't there it's a daytime tv show where i think i see it sometimes when i go to the dentist it's what they're showing and i'm like i'm already at a doctor i don't need to do this they're, and it, they're just hyping themselves up. They're like, yeah. ooh. Yeah, uh, it's, it's continual uh, professional learning, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> but so I made, so there is a chocolate company in Boston called Taza that makes this like stone ground disc chocolate. And it was a Mexican oh chocolate. Oh my God, that's the most Josh sentence <laughs> I've ever heard. I got some from Boston. And I had the, I'd been saving them and yesterday was really rainy and kind of cool. And it was just one of those like snuggle up inside, uh, kind of days. And I, and so I took oat milk cause I am famously lactose intolerant, warmed it up in a pot, did a little bit of, uh, dissolving and frothing. And all this is to say is that like, why are we having hot chocolate more often? Hot chocolate, it rules. It rules. I hear you. And I raise you that hot chocolate rules for a half a cup. Like, then you you make it and you're like, ooh, this is so nice. And then if you ever try to start a second cup of hot chocolate, you're like, I feel sick now. Yeah, I don't feel good. Maybe it's because I am also lactose intolerant, but I only ever have it filled with dairy. Sure. Like, so maybe it's the dairy that is the maybe problem. Maybe it's the dairy that's the problem. Hot chocolate fa- falls in this uncanny valley of like, it's definitely a kid thing. And it's also a thing that adults can do. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it too often or else you're weird. Like if I were to have like lucky <laughs> charms for every meal yeah. or like every morning I had a bowl of lucky charms, you'd be like, Josh, you're a monster. <laughs> but if I was like, you know what I did yesterday? I bought a box of lucky charms. You'd be like, do you hell yeah. Treat yourself. First off, please. No, I would never 
ever judge someone for having Lucky Charms for breakfast every day because that is part of this complete breakfast. And I'm no fool. And I respect that. I I do love the idea, though, of like, you know, all those shirts that are like, don't even talk to me till I've had my cup of coffee. Like, don't even talk to me until I've had my mug of cocoa. (laughs) You're sitting there with like a mug and two hands. You're like, hold on. Oh, that's exactly first sip of the day. And it's just like (laughs) Nestle. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's powder Swiss mist. (laughs) And it's just like, and it's... Culturally, it's like in every Kathy or Garfield cartoon. (laughs) (laughs) That is that is so funny to me. You walking in. Well, I mean, I guess we don't go to offices, but like you walking into the office in the morning going, oh, I could not sleep last night. Hold on. I really need this this morning. And then you pour in the powder and you mix it up. You're like, I feel better already. It's there. And it's still in a Keurig, but I've chosen the like hot chocolate pod instead and someone comes up and they're like josh josh we really need your info on this and i'm like i hold up a finger being like uh uh, uh not yet and take a sip and i'm like <laughs> ah, all right jameson what's going on <laughs> can you imagine the only thing that would be more unhinged than somebody i'm not judging you if you're coming in every day having a cup of hot cocoa i am saying it is a little wacky yeah it is <laughs> wacky because it doesn't provide you like there's a necessity to having like coffee in the morning or like a tea. Like it's like caffeine. It's like a thing, but like hot chocolate is just like a little something sweet to jumpstart your system. Yeah. Something. <laughs> it's, the, it's the ritual of having something warm. It is. Or cold. I, and I love that. If, if somebody did that, I'd be like, I'm in love with you. Um, but also think about the uh, idea of them having not just one every morning, but like two to three throughout the day. I can't function without my four cups of hot chocolate. Ooh, 3 p.m.? Time for my hot chocolate. Chalky time. Do you say hot chocolate or cocoa? Oh, so great question here. So uh, I say hot I say hot chocolate. I also will sometimes say hot cocoa, but I don't say cocoa as a – like I'll use hot chocolate or hot cocoa. I think that hot cocoa feels like the most pretentious thing I've ever heard. Interesting. Like, so – it's definitely New Englander because, like, people who are older than me and I grew up around call it cocoa or hot cocoa as opposed to hot chocolate. But so in my mind, hot cocoa is like you're using the good stuff mm-hmm. and hot chocolate is like a powder that you buy at the store, like your standard, like, Nestle Swiss Miss kind of thing. Okay. Okay. I can hear that. I can hear that. Now, I am going to give a tip to the listeners. Our earnest advice of the week before we even get to our topic. If you are someone who I drink my coffee black, right? And I drink, Josh has seen me power through an entire pot of it this morning while we're recording this on Zoom. Before we started recording, when we were talking about the episode, you finished the entire French press. Yes. Um, So I love coffee. I love it black as like harsh as can be. Um, But... If you're ever like, oh, I want something a little sweet and a little autumnal, may I direct you to my my recommendation? There is a new product at Trader Joe's. Mm. It is called Trader Joe's Non-Dairy Maple Oat Beverage. Appetizing. <laughs> Which is so funny because that's actually my grandma's name. <laughs> Of the Minnesota maple oat beverages? Yes. My mom actually is a maple oat beverage. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, royalty. Um, it is, it's like 
oat milk and maple syrup, and it is so delicious. I could just chug the entire thing, and nothing feels more disgusting than just like drinking a big glass of dairy knockoff. Sure, they dairy can't even call it milk because it's technically not milk. Yes, but I'm I'm on here. I'm on the pod. I'm barely getting paid a hundred thousand dollars from Trader Joe's to recommend this. <laughs> But it's very good. It's a good for your afternoon pot of coffee. Mm, interesting. Do you know what I got yesterday? What? I'm entering a new phase of life. What? Decaf coffee. Paula, I'm very proud of you. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. Maple oat beverage. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here after a 10-minute intro to bring you... <laughs> The earnest and sincere news and topics of the day. I think that's all we have time for, though. Thank you yeah, all well, so much. Thank you all. We want to thank our sponsor. <laughs> do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> Paula, what's our topic this week? Our topic is mascots. What was your high school mascot? Um, my high school mascot was a falcon. Okay, pretty um, good. Very directly, just the exact same logo as the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, gotcha. Just that's funny how high schools do that. High schools are like, um, I think this one's just ours. <laughs> um, the branding's it, already created. It's like <laughs> it's like a pre-made pre-made kit. The cool thing about my high school, though, is that I don't know if it's cool. I'm from. I went to high school in like very, very, very rural Minnesota, right? Sure. And so uh, the thing with rural high schools is they tend to lose students. And then uh, more and more you see them combining with other area schools. Sure. So in like the like probably the mid 90s, my school combined with another school. Sure. I was not there. I am 20 years old. (laughs) I just graduated. (laughs) Um, Excited to vote. (laughs) But they uh, they got to pick the colors. And I'm I love it because the colors are so like mid 90s. (laughs) Okay. The colors were teal, silver, and black. <laughs> but Falcons? But the Falcons. <laughs> Isn't that cool? When I was a cheerleader, it was teal and black, let's go, FC. Teal and black, let's go. <laughs> you were a cheerleader? I was a junior cheerleader. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Then I learned about theater. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're, you're, Colors were like the '90s, um, like soft drink. Yes, <laughs> color. You know, like how the the cup was like that. That like those were the colors on the soft drink that yes. you could get on the generic cup. It seems like there was a moment in the '90s where people like invented the color teal. Yeah, right. Exactly. And my my school was like teal and silver. Yes, that would be really. But it's funny, like. Colors do go through (laughs) – colors are like that sometimes. In that, like, millennial pink is very much a thing. Like, imagine if your high school was like, we're the Falcons, but we're millennial pink and pastel blue. We were the 90s version of that. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, actually. And that's really funny to me. You're basically like the whatever high school LaCroix. Fillmore Central. Uh, my, my Fillmore president, Central Poplamoose. <laughs> named after, uh, famously, one of the worst presidents in American history, Millard Fillmore. Mm. <laughs> so my high school was also a regional high school. Okay. We were the Acton-Boxborough Regional High School Colonials. Ooh. That is, a, that is so regional. Like, you could not be, like, a, the Oregon 
the Salem, Oregon colonials. It's like it has to be in Boston. Yeah, right. Exactly. The Salem, Oregon covered wagons makes sense. Sure. The trails, whatever it might be, the trailblazers. But for us, yeah, no, in our in our division of sports, it was like the Colonials, the Minutemen, and then like a lot of logos and mascots about uh, Native American tribes that are no longer those anymore. Like, so now they're the gray ghosts and things like they that. They changed it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. We, Which, disclaimer, yeah. Yes. Josh and I also uh, wanted to, I mean, we're 15 minutes in because I couldn't stop screaming about Trader Joe's, so missed, missed getting this at the top of the pod. I think we're in a time where a lot of... Uh, not just schools, but like teams and and organizations are like very rightly revisiting their mascots. Yes. That is awesome. We fully stand behind that. I mean, I think it is the right thing to do. The power that you were finding and the, the like pride in a thing that you care about shouldn't come at the expense of a group of people. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, I think that's a really disgusting trend. And I think frankly, like 2020 feels embarrassingly long for us to have gone with that not being immediately addressed. Like it should never have happened. And like, it certainly should not have been in place for decades. We completely, completely are on, pa- on, on the same page that like, we need to change those mascots. It should not come at the expense of others. And if you need help changing it, please let us know. <laughs> yes, definitely. As comedians, we try not to punch down as, as supporters, the mascot should also not be punching down. Josh, what is the worst mascot you've ever seen? So this is hard because there are bad ones that are just, it's like good, bad movies where like move bad movies you love. So my favorite of this is there's a minor league team. There's two minor league baseball teams. And let me tell you, if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole of weird mascots, minor league baseball is, and minor league hockey, check them out. There's really great minor league hockey. There's minor league hockey. We used to not go to Bruins games. We would go to the Lowell Lock Monsters <laughs> the, games. What if it was just slightly <laughs> off? The Puins. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, one of them is the Providence Bruins, and instead of having a B, they have a P on their jersey. You're That's not amazing. that far off. <laughs> That's amazing. Um. But so there's two teams in particular I would like to to bring up. Yes. That I love with all my heart. One is I believe a a single A, so like straight out of college, people get drafted, they go here, Cat. team, in Lansing, Michigan, called the Lansing Lugnuts. <laughs> What's a Lugnut? It's a type of like, it's a it's a type of like <laughs> screw or nut that you'd actually screw in like at a factory. <laughs> It'd be a fun tradition if they had you throw them on the field. <laughs> and give me one second. I know about this team because I have a coworker who was in Lansing and moved there and lived across the street from the baseball stadium. And Paula, he sent me a hat. <gasps> Can I see it? Yes. What if when you went hat. and got it and you were like, no. Oh, okay. So so it is a hat. It's red. It says, make America great again. I don't know. Paula. Paula. <laughs> it is a red hat. It has an L on it. And and what I'm assuming is a lug nut. The lug nut does look broken. <laughs> Yeah, so I would it's say it's not a whole lug nut. Well, no, so it's definitely like a screw, but I would say that he looks broken on the inside. Yeah, something this lug nut is <laughs> something wrong. He has one tooth. Yeah, exactly. He looks very confused. Um, that is a wonderful mascot. My second one is uh there's a I think they're also they're also a minor league team in Pennsylvania. I think they're the Lehigh like the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. 
Oh, something like that. I could really get behind an iron pig. Yeah. What is? Is it a pig wearing a suit? It's of a pig armor? made out of iron. I love that. He sounds perfect. He sounds iconic. Yeah, exactly. Stunning. Exactly. Stunning. <laughs> iconic. Um, I uh, not to be like oh. My favorite mascot is, um, you have to go on YouTube, but like folks, we'll give you a link. Are you familiar with Cheetan? She's been on the, she's been on, uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. I don't know. I'm not. Okay. So let me paint a picture. Cheetan is perfect. She's a fairy baby otter. Okay. Okay. So she's uh, a self-declared unofficial representative of the small port city of Susaki in japan okay so she's a cute little a cute little otter she wears a little turtle as a hat now question here how is she self-declared uh so the city (laughs) now if you didn't know japan has mascots for everything it's a Mm -hmm. very delightful trend that i would love to see us have and so i think this is just a person got a costume but chitana is mostly known for her incredibly violent youtube videos (laughs) (laughs) so so there's just these incredible YouTube videos where Chitan is just in a room just smashing things or she'll go out in public and just like get in bike accidents. It is the funniest thing I have ever watched in my entire life. And eventually the city was like, Chitan is no longer our mascot. Because it was like... It was incredibly violent. Sometimes she would have a little friend and they would have sticks and they would just beat each other with them. <laughs> they are, I, I could watch only these videos for the rest of my life. That's amazing. It is. It's so funny. Uh, John Oliver is like very obsessed with them. It's, it's just, I'm just going to have to link to it. Like, I just love the idea of, a mascot going rogue and that's all i want to see yeah literally the the only thing they're there for is to like make people happy and cheer people up and lead cheers and the idea of it having its own autonomy and being like fuck this i need (laughs) just like the energy around chitan is just chaos it's just like like a chaotic energy and and she is just it's not just mischief she's getting into. It's like full on. And and if, as like you watch misdemeanors. The, oh my God. And as you watch the videos, as I, I really, really, really recommend everybody does, like the John Oliver videos are hilarious, but like go on Cheetan's YouTube page and just like watch them. Her, her <laughs> mascot suit gets dirtier and dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That's amazing. It is. It is my go-to like, do you know those days where you're like, I'm just like feeling kind of like bummed. Like I just need something like uplifting. I will just watch a full hour of Chitan just going hog wild, <laughs> mashing things. She'll make like piles of things and just jump into them. They're incredible. I love that. Yeah. Well, I think what we're hitting on is also that sometimes the best mascot is a unique mascot. Yes. Cause I think there are different types of mascots. Right. That and is what we call a segue, Josh. Thank you. I've I've been doing this for a while. Wow. And you know, three hundred episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a movie. Uh, <laughs> we. Uh, so I, I would say that there's the first bucket that I just want to kind of acknowledge and then never talk about again is like standard animals. Yeah. 
it's a lot of sports teams, yes. things like that, you know, bears, lions, tigers. Sometimes you have a variant of that, like Bengals, where it's like, yeah. that's a, that's a tiger. It's just kind of like, uh, it's, it just kind of feels generic. Yes, right? totally. Yeah, totally. But then not as generic not. as the Washington football team, which is a big step up from what they had, but still just like, seems like a mistake. It kind of feels like a jerk move, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It kind of feels like, well, now you don't get any. Now no one can have anything. I actually I, like it more. <laughs> I like I licked all the teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, Josh, the second category is um one of my favorites. Okay. It's just guys. <laughs> sure, sure. Just guys. Guys that have different jobs. Cowboy sure. guys, Viking 49ers. guys, 49er guys, Packer guys. Yep. It's just dudes. Yep, exactly. It's just it's, a, it's just like it's just like a, a career. <laughs> Padres, they're just monks. <laughs> it's just like it's just a guy with a job. Yep. Colonial, Minuteman, Millard yeah. Fillmore's. Millard Fillmore. <laughs> It's it's just it's just nothing special, you know. Yeah, exactly. We could actually say this also about like, um, like the cowboy from the old like Marlboro, the Marlboro Man too. Yeah, it's like, not sports. He's the guy who smokes. Yeah, he's just a dude. Yep. How funny would it be if they just like they ran out of like cool old careers and then it was just like current careers like sure. it's like the seattle actuaries yeah <laughs> well i mean honestly we're not that far away from like the like seattle aws cloud support engineers <laughs> it's just jobs. maybe this will be like 150 years in the future like because we don't have cool jobs like cowboys and like biking right so maybe the like careers that they'll have for teams 100, 200, 300 years in the future will be like the Cincinnati vice president of marketing. <laughs> the Dayton program supervisors. <laughs> Please give it up for the Toledo bike messengers. Oh, please. It's give it up for your Toledo bike messengers. <laughs> It's just like ba, a guy ba, that because I still only use that song. <laughs> Imagine the mascots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we could get fully into social media, right? Yeah, like, totally. Like get, we're only doing Ohio, which I love. Give <laughs> it up for your Cleveland Instagram influencer. Yeah, I was gonna be like, <laughs> they come out with like a giant bottle of like uh like hair growth vitamins. Yeah, it's gonna be like. <laughs> The moment you've been waiting for, your Akron Soft Boys. <laughs> you know, sometimes they do the mascot races where, like, they run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine them running. <laughs> I would say another type of mascot that is really prevalent is like the junkie. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the like the junkie, the like mascots with a problem. So like Chester <laughs> Cheetah. The Tricks Rabbit, the like, Applejacks people, like one, the like the, the like mascots who are addicted to the thing that they are selling. Like they've dipped into their own supply. Yeah, exactly. Like there's one rule when you're learning to be a mascot and they broke it and now it's sad. If you consume the thing you are promoting, you will get addicted to it. Yes. 
Yes. Now, how does this fall in with like a Mr. Peanut when it's just like he's a mascot and he's also the thing? And is he eating it? Oh, yeah, this is a great question. You know, like I think that he would probably fall into the like, I, w- I would make it larger, just like the, the guy with a problem. <laughs> the guy going through it. Well, so I, I wonder if that's more like anthropomorphic animal or or thing. It's like thing that should not be human seems human. Yeah. Yeah. I think that those aren't mutually exclusive because like the tricks rabbit. I actually I don't know if he's addicted to tricks or he if is. he's just addicted to the idea of tricks. He's a, he's <laughs> honey, he's addicted to the drama. <laughs> no, he's for sure addicted to tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the Lucky Charm says. You know, this really seems to be something specific of uh, cereal mascots. Yeah, like sugary cereal mascots. They were trying to warn us. They were looking at us dead in the eye. They said, part of this complete breakfast. But they knew that one bite, you could get addicted. I, I Dare if, did not touch on this. Dare did not touch on this. I wonder if, so here's my government conspiracy, okay. um, which is actually probably a good thing, um, is that the government is like the sugarier the cereal, the more dangerous it needs to seem to eat it <laughs> <laughs> because it is, but like, so like, yeah, like frosted flakes. He's a buff as hell. Uh, tiger, Tony, the yeah. tiger is not just a regular scary tiger. He's extremely strong. He's, They're like, do not touch this. He's, he's thick though. Do you know that there's full on a community of people on Twitter who are constantly getting banned for like two sexual of comments to Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like there's a community of people that are constantly getting in trouble because they're like, they're like salivating too much for Tony the Tiger. And Twitter is like, this is harassment. Like we have crossed into a new level. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. (laughs) Um, I think the other thing that we should touch on here is um, mascots that are concepts. <laughs> like a thing? The Utah Jazz. <laughs> isn't there one concept that, or isn't there one team that's just like red? Yeah, the the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> red. Red. <laughs> also, Stanford, the University of Stanford. Crimson. No, that's Harvard, but similar. Blue. Uh, they are the cardinal, not, not the like pope cardinal, like Roman not Catholic a job, yeah. not a bird, not a bird, the color cardinal. <laughs> That's so pretentious. And you know what their mascot is? Like what? what they put out onto like their basketball court? What? A tree. No. He's just a tree. He's a he's a horrifying looking tree that just dances around. <laughs> it's not even a good looking tree. It looks like a fifth grader made this mascot. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll quit my business then. I actually am a professional mascot maker. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I just love like uh, I would love to see him get more vague. I would love to see like um, the Philadelphia Freedom. I would love to like <laughs> coming out on the court. Your Louisiana ennui. <laughs> like complex emotional states. What's the what's the Schneidenfreude? Schadenfreude? Yeah, I want that to be one. <laughs> the feeling pleasure in other people's pain? Yeah. <laughs> the Washington, D.C. Schneidenfreude. <laughs> Josh, I have a question that has been plaguing 
my brain for decades. Sure. Which cereal mascot? Now we're gonna we're gonna take the broad range of mascot. We're gonna make it cereal mascot. Sure. I think those are iconic, right? For sure. For sure. Oh, Tony the Tiger, the Trix Rabbit, uh, the little Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Yep. Um, I'm looking Snap, Boo- Crackle and Pop. Snap, Crackle and Pop. Boo Berry, Count Chocula. Out of those cereal mascots, which one do you think is the best at smooching? Count Chocula. You think? He has his little yeah. teeth. I know, but he just seems like, I, I don't know. He just seems the most, like, sensual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's like, it's that like sexy vampire kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we definitely have to, um, we have to rule out like a, like the toucan. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. That's going to be. Toucan Sam. There's a no lo- That's socially distant kissing. Maybe. I kind of like that. Uh, and I think the tricks rabbit, uh, it feels like he has such an unpredictable energy that you could smooch and he would just bite your lips off. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, like he doesn't really know. Yep. You don't know what you're going to get when you're smooching the tricks rabbit. Yes. Agreed. Hot, but you don't know what you're going to get. Don't fall in love. Yeah. Uh, now, I do I do want to revisit Snap, Crackle, and Pop. <laughs> okay. How do you think that would work? I feel like they'd be sitting on each other's shoulders and you got to go down smooching each one. <laughs> yeah, they all, they're wearing a trench coat and you do each one. And they're really, really, really intense about it being fair. <laughs> You kissed him for three seconds. I need a kiss for three seconds now. <laughs> that was three and a half seconds. Now you have to give us all a half second kiss. <laughs> like too much. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Now, also, what about Captain Crunch? Now, I do love a man in uniform. I was going to say, <laughs> you smooching a captain. <laughs> Mm. That might mean that you're also on a boat. Do you know that he is? Yeah, he does have a boat. (laughs) Something that everyone's looking for. Um, You know that he is actually not a captain. We may have said this on the on the (laughs) podcast already, but based on the insignias on his jacket, he does not have the rank of captain. (laughs) Is he lower? (laughs) I think so. Okay, so he's a faker. So you know if you he's a charlatan. He's a charlatan. Now you could smooch Captain Crunch. You could have one fun romantic evening with captain crunch but you know you can't fall in love because he is essentially like a dirty john situation you know like he is gonna try to like move in with you he's gonna try to like steal your house turn your family against you you know he's he's a con man Mm, interesting see i was thinking that because he is a sailor at the end of the day the story would be such that you would just be living out the plot of the song brandy by looking glass <laughs> that his love you're a fine girl his love, you're a fine girl what a good wife you would be but his love his love and his lady is the sea well i think that's what he like would want you to think you know what i mean like and then and then he'd be like after he conned you he'd be like i'll be right back and then he'd be like i have to go to the sea and then he'd be like oh such is the life and then you'd find out he's living in goddamn phoenix arizona with another wife yeah i was gonna say like captain crunch has a has another family in every port yes like (laughs) this guy's shady where is he getting the money also because it's certainly not from the navy 
Mysterious <laughs> male keeps showing up at your like home address. So I think he's a privateer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like right. an unofficial official pirate. I, you know, I don't want to get messed up in that. Yeah. Very I don't, fair. I think we need to. Now, I want to toss another one out for your consideration. Please. Have we considered a booberry? Now, I'm not very familiar with booberry. Uh, he's a ghost and he's the mascot of a uh, booberry cereal. Okay. It looks like, based on my quick research on this, he is a Count Chocula spinoff. He's part yes. of the Count Chocula verse. He is, and along with his friend, Frankenberry. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, yes. And Fruit Brute. Hmm. Fruit well, Brute seems to be a bear or a werewolf. Probably, probably a werewolf. Because it is monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's all spooky. Yeah, that would what make more think, sense. What do you think about a, a smooch and a booberry? Or a Frankenberry? So, now, here's my question about smooching a booberry. All right. Is he corporeal? Or would you go through him because he's a ghost? <laughs> Would you be able to smooch Booberry? Uh, it would be very cold and it wouldn't feel the same. Got it. It'd now, be like kissing the wind. <laughs> that sounds like uh, like uh that sounds like an old timey way to like go fuck yourself. Like, why don't you kiss the wind and say goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> I have a my friend uh my friend Ryan, his aunt uh I think it was his aunt, his great aunt used to say, Well, why don't you just kiss my ass in the dry goods window? <laughs> why there i guess it was like a store (laughs) he can kiss my ass in the dry goods window (laughs) do you have to bend over when getting dry goods (laughs) (laughs) now here's the question if you wanted to kiss booberry could booberry inhabit all the other mascots bodies and you would be kissing booberry while also kissing count chocula a two for one I think this sounds like a really good idea, and I think you guys could try it, but I don't think ultimately it would work. Mm, yeah. Well, I don't think it would ultimately work for a lot of reasons. Yeah. We're very different people. We want very different things. <laughs> Look, he's already seen the world. Yeah. He's 750 years old. <laughs> right, and I'm just starting to experience it. <laughs> I love discussing the kissing. Always. But there is a Wikipedia page that is simply list of breakfast cereal advertising characters. I created a present for us, which is our own Wikipedia login. It's called I'm Very Earnest. Oh, are we? uh, I'm feeling very earnest. Sorry. So I thought we could add a couple uh, entries in and (laughs) see if anyone notices. Okay. Uh, so I think we should add defunct next to them just yes. so there's no questions. Yep. Um, and I think let's, let's do a couple. What are we, what are we feeling? Cereal mascots? Yeah. Now they have to be defunct cause I'm not creating a whole world, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Creating whole Wikipedia pages yeah. and having cited sources. Yeah. Yeah. How about feeling fine Felix? I do like that. I like that a lot. I that like could that be one. one. That could be one. I just kind of thought of that. But yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So feeling fine, Felix, but we can keep dancing off this. I feel like we can only add a couple. It has yes. to be perfect. It's good. Yes, exactly. I'm around the the idea of like Banana Joe. Oh, see, I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, okay, so we're kind of, I like a banana. I like just a guy. See, because what I was thinking is like, there's probably some banana related cereal and it doesn't feel, mm. you know what I mean? Now, what if we add another syllable? So Banana Jojo. Yes, very good. Or Banana Joe, the produce plumber. <laughs> now, who is 
<laughs> so now is he is he a banana mm-hmm. who do, who plums or is he a plumber who uses produce to plumb? I'm picturing he's a banana who's also a plumber. So he has like a snake and he gets very dirty and he yeah. has a crack. But are he, you liking it? I like it a lot. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and add it in. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so he is going to be the first listing under General Mills. <laughs> so banana, Joe, Joe, the produce plumber. And then I'm going to put defunct next to it. So yeah. No one's looking. Okay. That's kind of fun. Um, maybe one more. Yeah. Let's do another one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I saw on here that there were a couple that were actual, like real mascots and characters. So yeah. like, Donald Duck is on this because I guess he oh. had a cereal. Or okay, something. so I'm liking this path. Yeah, so what if we put like Herbie the Love Bug? Okay. So okay. Like, we just chose an actual fictional character. An actual fictional. I love that. I love Herbie the Love Bug. Do we think that he is uh, a cereal for adults or should we get a little darker? <laughs> yeah, because what I was also thinking is like, <laughs> what if we went something even weirder where we were like Paul Eratraides? the main character from Dune. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have to do the main character from Dune. Now, yeah. do you feel, I'm feeling like he's probably, I'm going to add him into Kellogg. Yeah, probably. We could also put uh, Duke of Arrakis if we wanted to put that in there, but I think we'll probably get found out. I think that. we kind of, I think, I think this will probably be pulled within the next 10 minutes, but um, all right, let's do one more. Let's just treat ourselves to one more. Sure. What about just a simple name like Jim? Yeah, Big Jim. <laughs> Uncle Jim. Uncle what? Pussy from Sopranos. Yeah. Big Brandon. <laughs> Big Brandon. <laughs> right after Big Yellow Cowboy? Yeah, exactly. Big Which also I can't not think of Big Yellow Cowboy without thinking of the Joni Mitchell song Big Yellow Taxi. <laughs> Wait, what about Joni Mitchell? <laughs> yes, Joni, yes. Joni Miss Mitchell's Krispies. All right. So we have added three. We've added Banana Jojo, the produce plumber, defunct. We've added Joni Mitchell, defunct. And we've added Paul. Well, she's still active. She's still, <laughs> she's still making music. True. All right, we'll delete that one. And publish changes. Edit summary, added a few now defunct characters from the 1970s <laughs> publish do you think we're gonna get in trouble <laughs> i don't think it <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening to this while we're recording which isn't possible you might be able to see it <laughs> so paula one of the things that happens sometimes and usually fails is that brands will turn ads into shows and movies mm-hmm. because they were popular like cavemen oh like the geico cavemen yeah exactly or, uh, or like the california raisins had a moment yeah exactly they really had a moment now one successful version of this is the show ted lasso on apple tv plus uh which is the best thing i've seen recently so everyone should really? watch that it's really good it's jason sudeikis it should not work it's wonderful and heartwarming and hilarious and sad and funny it's great. Everyone go watch it. So Paula, I thought we might have a little activity here. Yes, I would love to. Which is that we take some famous mascots from around sports and media. 
Okay. And we pitch a show for them. Oh. Like a log line for the show, like a one sentence, what is this thing about? Okay, perfect. And I will say right away, I can already sense we're going to have some gems. So TM, 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 TM. Yes, exactly. We've, yes, these are all Kellogg, ours. Craft Foods. We own all of these log lines. If you want to talk to us about a pilot, we can chat. Yes, I'll have a you own the character. By the end of the day. We own the story. <laughs> can I say? <laughs> all right. Do you want to, do you have anyone in particular that's been, you know, like you really want to make some media about? Uh, well, right away, I'm screaming for the Hamburglar. <laughs> this one is fun because there already is an ex- an existing uh, McDonald's cinematic universe. Yeah, it's a little complicated. <laughs> yeah, there's like all these other characters that yeah. are in there, like that. Yes. The, the um, Mc- well, like Ronald, the pur- Ronald, and the purple guy, Grim, Grimace, 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 and then the hot girl, mm-hmm. and the sheriff. Uh, now, kind of what I'm seeing for this is I think everybody thinks we're going to go a kid's show, and that's why we need to go the other way. No, no, no. I was thinking anti-hero, kind of Breaking yes. Bad style. Yes. Like-, like a gritty AMC type show. Yes, they're getting exactly. back to their They're getting back to their Breaking Bad roots. Yes, this is like a Better Call Saul, Ozark type yes. anti-hero. Grimace and the Hamburglar, I think, are probably... I mean, I don't want to copy Breaking Bad exactly, but I do feel like they're making meth. <laughs> um so here's what i here's what i'm thinking is that like they're doing it through a fast food chain like Mm -hmm. they need to control the like they're they're shipping it through the meat or the burgers that are liking the we're liking the drugs yes i like the drugs or something or something similar just something illicit you know Yeah, yeah, yeah well or it's like they are stealing from big beef yeah. Something like that. Where like there's some yeah. reason why like they're trying to make do, but they also realize that there's a larger plot afoot. Now I have the name yeah. for the show. Great. I would love to hear the name. Rubble Rubble. Rubble Rubble? Because <laughs> that's what he says, isn't it? Or Ooh. is that Grimace? I one I of them says Rubble Rubble. Okay, perfect. We're using it. We'll we'll work it into the script, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um I think that's really, really strong. Thank you. I think it's really strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, and so it's maybe like when a down on his luck burger flipper mm-hmm. has to, like, has unexpected has- medical expenses. Okay, well, this is now Breaking Bad, yeah. Yeah, well, it's just Breaking Bad, but it's with no. the- <laughs> But it's with Grimace and the Hamburger. It's Grimace and the Hamburger, he- yeah. Okay, when a down on his luck burger flipper sees the opportunity of a lifetime, he enlists- his clueless coworker to help him make the biggest score of all time. That was exactly what now, I was going to say. Can I can I tell you what I'm kind of picturing? Yes. So Ronald McDonald is kind of the do-gooder, right? He's kind of the like, the like, while I think we're all kind of like rooting for the Hamburglar and Grimace um, antiheroes, you know, I think that throughout the whole episode, it looks like Ronald McDonald is the actual good guy. Yeah. Then at the end, he puts down, he goes to his desk. He goes, long day. He makes sure the door is locked. He gets on his phone and he goes, he's calling the Hamburglar. He's in on it. Oh yeah. He's creating the chaos so that he could. Yep. Yep. He's yep. kind of the mastermind. Yep. Yep. Can't trust Wild. a clown. Can't trust a clown. Okay. That sounds amazing. I would watch yep. that. Now, why don't, why don't you, why don't you pick one? Yeah. Um, I'd love to do a backstory for um, the Utah Jazz. Mm. 
All right. I'm I'm telling you, I'm my first instinct, reality show. Dating show. So you want to date the jazz. <laughs> so you think you can jazz. And it's, can I can I can I do one more? Absolutely. You can't handle the jazz. All right. I love that. It's, you can't handle the jazz. And it's D-list celebrities. All trying to learn how to play jazz music. And fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> As they travel the country in a souped up RV with a hot tub on the roof. Yeah, exactly. Imagine, imagine the shot, the like drone shot as the RV is like driving through the desert in Australia because of like tax reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, I mean, who are E-list celebrities? Like, it's like one of the people from who's on you. So you think you can dance, right? Yeah. 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 It's like one of the, one of the actresses from, uh, from two broke girls. Yeah. It's, it's like, like uh, one of the, one of the gals from selling sunset. Yeah, uh, like yep. a former basketball player who everyone thought was going to be really big and then injured his knee and then wasn't really big anymore. Yeah, it's like Tracy McGrady. Okay, I don't know who that is. That's, yeah, yeah. And uh, like someone from like Food Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like a um, it's like John Edwards, former representative oh! John Edwards. <laughs> yes, and I think we got to get one of the Tiger Kings. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's two thousand. It's two. It's twenty twenty. You know, yeah. we gotta we gotta stay topical. That's gonna get us. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's really. I think that's really gonna be good. And then and, all the stingers are just like all the music and transitions is just jazz music. Yes. Now, also, I would love to add uh, John Edwards, but then also, can we get the crossing over with John Edwards, the other John Edwards, both? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm picturing him in the hot tub, cruising through the outback. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Arizona. But it's Arizona. Don't tell. <laughs> Let's take a look at uh, Clippy, the the um, the guy. Microsoft has- Word. Microsoft Word Clippy. Yeah. Um. Th- so this could go a couple different ways. One of them could be it could be like a like a renovation, like flipper kind of show, or like a or like Clippy the, the Clippy. Yeah, flipping with Clippy, or Clippy suggests. Oh, okay. Now a Clippy suggests could be a home show or it could be kind of a what not to wear thing. Yes. Or like it could be Clippy a cha- or, or like the restaurant needs to be like yeah. redone. He so just does he, other things, makes things better. He's a makeover guy. Yeah. I like that. It's a TLC show. Now also, I think the first season it's TLC. Maybe the first season's about weddings. Yes. Clippy's there to help. Yeah. Clippy's there to help. Yeah, it's like Clippy being like, it looks like you're going to be mean to your bridesmaids. Yeah. Did you I- mean chrysanthemums? <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean beaded bodice? <laughs> Did you mean your second cousin is not invited? Yeah. Like, this is an odd table arrangement. Would you like me to help with that? <laughs> I think it's about time that we get Clippy off the computer screen and onto the TV screen. Yeah, definitely. I would love that. Do you want to do one more? Sure. Let's do one more. Who do you have in mind? I was thinking about maybe the, the guy on the cover of the New Yorker. Mm, the, the guy with the little monocle. The guy the with the monocle. Pocket. And then the, there's a, like a butterfly always near him. <laughs> <laughs> so the New Yorker has one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know this is very on brand for me to pick like the, the most pretentious one that I could have done. Um, apparently that. his name is Eustace Tilly. Okay. So same. <laughs> I'm thinking that this is kind of like a out of time kind of show, like a modern gentleman. Mm. 
kind of thing where like he gets pulled into the future and has to figure out how That's to be. Big- and I think I'm picturing, at least I'm picturing kind of a Mike Schur comedy for this. Oh yeah, for sure. A very for earnest, sure. <laughs> ooh, a very earnest environment. You know, it's, it's just like a cast of like kind of wacky characters who all come together to like be good friends. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he's, and the love interest is the person who finds him when he first comes out of the the yeah. time like yes. capsule, but it takes a while for him to, uh, you know, get used to modern dating. Yes. I think it's, a, I think it's Futurama vibes, but certainly not because I think it's taking place in 2020. Yes. And he is incredibly uh like backwards minded because he's from like 1925. <laughs> yes, and I think he's hot. He's hotter. Like they found an actor that was too handsome to play him. Henry Cavill. It's Henry Cavill playing him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be a fun kind of will they won't they while everyone becomes better in the process and an optimistic view of the world. I think so too. I think so too. I think they're all learning from each other. Yeah. As are we. As are we. I think that's gonna do it for us. It's gonna do it for us. Thank you for listening for yet another week. I think we have a final tally for how much we raised uh, in the Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives live reading uh, that was um, last week. We had some awesome friends hop in. We did a live reading of an episode we hand transcribed Mm -hmm. of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives uh, that was for Get Mitch or Die Trying, which is a fund. Um, check it out. It's awesome. It raises money for senators, Democratic senators in close races, and then uh, donates to them to help them win. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we donated to those campaigns. I think it ended up splitting it between 14 campaigns that are potentially winnable. Uh, and the grand total was $1,155. That's amazing. One one five five. Holy cow. Thank you, everyone, so much who donated. I... Thank you, everybody who joined us. I mean, I know we talked about this a lot on that day that, like, there are so many causes right now that really need you. And uh, just for you to give us your time, even if you're not in a place where, like, a financial donation was possible, meant so much. We had so much fun. We had a lot of people tune in. Um, so thank you, everybody who did. Uh, also, just a, just a reminder that... Um, of course, vote. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably going to vote. But also that there are so many ways to get involved in the election uh, that are not necessarily financial. Um, for me personally, I'm making phone calls and writing letters. And if that sounds like something you're interested in, feel free to message me on Instagram or Twitter or anything, just at Paulus Gags, and I will uh, help you get set up with that. Yes. I will say that writing letters is, and postcards is incredibly therapeutic. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just a zen, wonderful thing that is also helping make sure that, uh, you know, we we see the change we want to see in the future. Yeah, I think just like having an outlet being like, I'm doing something. Uh, also, I was an election judge. Uh, so if you're interested in, in poll working, uh, happy to help with that too. Even if we don't know each other, I just am happy to be a resource for anybody who's trying to uh, help. Um, I know also here in Chicago, we, uh, if you requested a vote by mail ballot, it probably came in the last couple of days or is coming in the next couple of days. Um, I just went through my voting process yesterday. Um, I did it. It was super easy. The most, the hardest part was just filling in 
all of the little circles. And that's a really easy thing for my dumb brain to do. I love voting. I think it is so fun to fill in those little circles. Yeah. So uh, it's super easy. Make sure you do it. Do it soon. Get it in the mail or drop it off in a site. Um, There's lots of great sites out there, uh, websites out there that will tell you for your specific state um, uh, when and how you can you can put in your your ballot and if you're not registered to vote i would imagine almost everyone listening to this is registered to vote but that deadline is like pretty much right when this episode is coming out for a lot of states so just make sure you register uh and then one last thing because uh, i've seen i've had to make some phone calls to friends who have messed up on this so i think i will uh drop it here too it is a felony to post a picture of your ballot <laughs> So uh, they probably won't like be charging anyone, but as you're voting, you can post the outside of it. You can remind friends to vote. That is awesome. You should do that because uh, statistically, the best thing we can do is remind the people directly in our lives that that makes the most difference. Do not post a picture of your ballot, your filled out ballot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show the show the sealed envelope and yes. and redact your personal information. Don't show the the little circles. I've had to make a couple of like late night frantic phone calls to friends being like, you have to take this down. <laughs> uh, so also wanted to remind our listeners, I think it's so important to post about voting. Let's bombard everyone. Let's let's make it be like one of those things where like if you didn't vote, that's very embarrassing for you because that's shame. Heck, heck yeah. Let's let's ride that. Uh, do not post a picture of your filled up. <laughs> and I have made that mistake myself. If you want to hear more of our content or connect with us or send us earnest moments so that we have them in a given week, you can do that. We're on social media at being earnest pod pretty much everywhere. Um, we also have a YouTube where you can watch that diners, drive-ins and dives, uh, show. If you want to just watch the, the hilarity and utter chaos that that was. Um, and so you can check that out there. Also, all of our episodes are on YouTube. So if you have, if you're cool and only watch, listen to podcasts through YouTube, uh, they're there. And uh, thank you, as always, to our good friend, Ryan Cruz, for our beautiful logo. She is on Instagram at, at @rbcruiser. Awesome Instagram follow. And our, uh, our beloved Dylan Dutch for our theme song. Dylan has an awesome new music project out called Death Love. Um, I am literally not just promoting this because he is a good friend and you know, did our theme song. I genuinely love this music. Uh, we did a sample of it a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, uh, it's awesome. So, so look it up. I think death loves available on like Spotify and Apple music and, and everywhere. And until next week, why don't you kiss the wind and say goodbye? Thanks everybody. See you next week. <laughs>